Evie. How are you? I'm so good. Oh my God, cheers. <gasps> cheers. <gasps> we have a clink sound for the first cheers time. Cheers to I the even queers. That was long. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I know. Cheers to the queers. We need to get the, the water glasses down here more often. Your water looks so nice. Look at that condensation and ice. I got to really lean into the ice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I can't do warm water. Well, I don't like specifically warm water, but I really like um, uh, like room temperature water. Like yeah, you can drink it easier. to me. That's warm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So, water. Speaking of water, my lovely roommates, right? They have these like huge water bottles, and they have a bunch of them. And I was kind of talking to them because I had one, and it was like a regular size. And I'd like drink it and then forget about it all the time. And they're like, "No, you need like this one." And so Steph gave me her old one. She got a new one, and it's uh, it's very large, and it has a straw thing built in it. I have never drank as much water as having that thing. I've had it for about a month. It completely changed my relationship with water. Like I. Like, it's in my hand all the time now. Like, I'm used to carrying it around, right? It's big. It's bulky, but that's kind of the point of it. And something about the straw. I don't know what it is. Like, it's like a built-in straw, but I drink it constantly instead of the having to, like, lift it up. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love it. Like, it literally you, changed my relationship with water. Do you wash the straw? So, here's the thing. You're supposed to. And I didn't think too hard about it until a few days ago, and I'm going to. <laughs> but no, otherwise. So, I'm... Probably drinking mold water. Know, but- like I, you know, I used to not think about it either because I had one of those as well. Yeah. And then like I, no, nope, don't. I read an article. I'm not going to say any anything other than I read an article and I was like, oh, okay, I should probably start cleaning that. You know, yes, yes. I'm, I'm. I mean, I really should have started already, but because I thought about this a couple days ago. Um, but like my last water bottle. It was, like, kind of, ex- not expensive, but, like, Nalgene, you know, like, I had it for a while. But it had a bit of, um, like, that scent, that kind of, like, that moldy, but, you know, like, it's been, like, a water gun. Water. Like, it's been sitting in a water gun for a little while. <laughs> but this is, I don't know, water gun water is kind of tasty. Well, when you're a kid. You know what I and mean? And you need that, and you're like, That is the very only tasty. time warm water is delicious is when it's out of a water gun. Same thing with hose water. Hose water, when man. When you're a kid, and that hits so hard. So good. Um, I can't believe I don't have, like, fucking, um. That initial hot burst, though, is awful. It's the hot, it yeah, cold. It's cold. I can, that's so funny, because I can feel it. Um, I was just talking to my sister about Sense this the other memory, day. Yeah. And I was talking about, um, I don't, I cannot. I do not understand how I don't have some kind of like waterborne illness because of the amount of lake water we drank when we were kids. Like, I mean, like, yes, it would get in your mouth just in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like there's a good fucking chance I was lapping that up like a puppy. Sometimes. Oh, for sure. Like, when you're thirsty and you're like, I need some water. Like, you're just going, you're like, nope, 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 like a fucking guppy fish. Like, drink, drink it from the bottom part because it's colder. <laughs> like, I really feel like, you know, when I was a kid, I. Like diphtheria or something. I don't yeah, know, I, I mean the amount so of creeks much. that I drank water out of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I when I would visit Kentucky, my best friend's family is from there, and, and you know my my family lives there now, and it's uh, whatever. But um, I grew up going there in the summer, and it's beautiful, right? And like it's in the mountains. They live where there's like no there's no progress so it's like just mountains and it felt really like organic uh-huh. and there were creeks everywhere and we would catch crawdads oh yeah and I, yeah, the way we would drink out of them because I'd be like this is pure creek and of course it's fucking not because there were like coal mines all through those mountains <laughs> and so when I was like this is just like Fiji water and drinking out of the fucking creek like salamanders floating by but yeah it's so funny I can't believe I don't have like diphtheria. Yeah, I you know old timey diseases. I don't know though. I mean, like we used to, you know, that all of the things that we used to do as kids. I mean, we were just like gross, so gross, so gross. You know, I mean, eating off the floor that's fine. It fell on the floor, it's fine. Yeah, I still. I mean, that's well, five second rule still applies. Yeah, that's so much. But I mean, certain things that I would never eat off the floor now, I would have back then. Do you know what I mean? Like something a little bit more like. Um, abrasive that no sticky adhesive yeah like something like yes (laughs) wet Um, and sticky like a noodle (laughs) I I had such a cool childhood in my little neighborhood 
and I was a menace. I got, I was like a little kid and got into so many trouble, so much trouble. First of all, we used to have this, like in the back of all the houses, they had this like box where all the electricity was, you know, I'm sure it was, there's a better way to put that. And they had these like little box things. And when we were kids, we would go shut them all off. And it was just shutting the electricity off all the neighborhoods. <laughs> and I got, finally, I, they found out I was the ringleader because I was like, shut it off time. And I shut everything <laughs> off. I found paint once. Did you I, know what you were doing though when you were shutting it off? Like yeah. you knew that it was actually shutting off the electricity? Yeah, I thought it was funny. I found paint once. Wait, how old were you? Like probably ten. Oh my god! And I hilarious. painted the whole back of this dude's house, but I was like, he's not gonna see. It's the back. So we. <laughs> I found paint. It it's was in not my like the back going, of your head. You know, you can listen, walk around to the back I got of your house. So much trouble for that. You know what else? How I, did how did you paint the back? Because like I found much, paint. I bet how much of it? The whole back is the everything we could reach. I painted a whole <laughs> school. So we were playing school. So I was like, I'm the teacher. Let's paint. And so we painted the whole thing. Oh my god, you're a fucking terror. I am. Um, you know what else I used to do? This is bad. <laughs> this is bad. I'm not proud of this. I was really little. Okay. I used to call 911 all the time. And I would like say, like call 911 and say there were like murderers in places and stuff and hang up. <laughs> and then they found out it was me and I got in so much trouble. You're so making that up. I swear to God in my life. <laughs> I swear to God in my I called my, so there's a girl, I'm actually friends with her on Facebook now. Um, and her name's Jessica and her and I used to do it together all the time. We would like, and it was like from house phones. We would like anywhere, anyone, because you know when you used to go over to other people's houses, right? Oh yeah. And we'd call nine one one and be like, "There's a murder!" and hang up. <laughs> and I did it a bunch of times, and then I got in trouble once, and that scared me to like never do it again. So what happened when you got in trouble? Did the I, police show up at your yeah, door? Yeah, my mom. Like it was a big thing. It was a. I mean, I wasn't like in trouble legally, but the police did talk to my mom, and it was like a big fucking thing. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I got. I got no. I got in so much trouble as a kid. I just used to prank the 1-800 numbers where you could like, you know, get the free, not free, but like pay on delivery, like records from Disney. <laughs> I don't even, the COD, charge on yeah, delivery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Did you ever get the records? Um, I think I got one. Do you remember when you could buy like a hundred tapes for like a penny? Oh yeah. What was that? Columbia House. How did that work? Did they make that money? Did we ever get those tapes? Yeah, we did get the tapes. We did, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know how it worked, though. Because I don't really remember ever paying anything other no, than a penny. Nobody ever did, ever. How did they, how did that work? How did they make money? I just don't know. It must have been a front. What? I bet, let's do a deep dive. That'd be a great podcast, actually. Like a deep dive on Columbia. The Columbia House. Yeah. It's probably yeah, really not that work, interesting. Yeah, but seriously, it's wild. They, like, um, musicians now are talking about how they're not getting anything from streaming. Like, bitch, what did you get for Columbia when they sold 150 tapes for one penny? Like, <laughs> how did... It, yeah. Yeah, I was a menace. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, great it sounds like you were. It was fun, though. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of a menace, too, but... See, you're not, not that more bad. of a menace in high school, though, weren't you? No, I was a menace as a kid, too. Yeah. My best friend and I, I mean, we terrorized this one lady in our neighborhood. Like, <laughs> See, I picked she, on everybody. You picked on one person. Well, no, I mean, we. there were others, but yeah. I mean, she was a huge target for us. I mean, she was... A target? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we liked hanging out at her house, and she was just fun to mess with. <laughs> like... Uh, we were babysitting one day. She had a two-year-old, and uh, we just didn't put the diaper. We didn't when when she. Jesus Christ! Shit. How old were you? Oh, she was letting you we babysit were... a two-year-old. Nobody like... would let me babysit kids. I was. I don't know how old we were. Probably ten or twelve. For a two, that is okay. That's on her. Whatever happened is on her. <laughs> Go ahead. So we didn't replace the diaper. And somehow she didn't notice, which I also think is on her. So you just put clothes on the kid? Yeah. <laughs> and she apparently made a mess at the doctor's office. That's on her. Again, Do I you agree. Like two-year-old, like, st no. Agree. And then another time when she was mowing the lawn and she was bent over. <laughs> my, my, my best friend, uh, we'll call her number 13, she... <laughs> Took a running start and slapped her on the ass so hard. Jesus Christ. She was wearing jeans. 
and she was bent over and it was you could hear the crack it like echoed she screamed so loud we went running <laughs> so we were kind of a menace <laughs> see yeah I like that's like we had a we had a neighborhood filled with kids not just on like old timey but like we did too we were outside all the Same. time and we played flashlight tag oh my god that we was would, so fun we walked around with a uh, butcher knife often you know, honestly, I that doesn't surprise me. I, I really had this idea of living off the land when I was a kid because my grandma grew rhubarb in her backyard. Yeah, we did too. And so I was like, I could just eat back here. I live off the land. <laughs> fucking, I don't know if anybody's ever tried rhubarb. Ours were more for the like, kidnappers because we were just completely sure that we were going to get kidnapped. Because that was also the era of... See all yeah, these the faces on your milk carton <laughs> with your breakfast. I love that you carried a fucking thing. No, well, I, we were also right down the street from a park. Yeah. And the park was a big place for like shady shit to go down. Do you know what I mean? Sure, so sure. It wasn't exactly a terrible idea for us to have protection. I, Although that's so funny at our that. age, were we really able to wield a knife? I don't think so. <laughs> I know. The way that you would have definitely got killed with that right, knife. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, that's I I definitely um I was really into that, like I said, living off the land. We had raspberries and rhubarb, and that's what I, you know, we would eat. Um, and I also, I coached a lot of kids into bad behavior. Like, we found a bunch of wood and built, like, a roller coaster that was a skateboard, and then I had one of those, like, milk crates that you, t- you know, I tied the milk crate onto a skateboard. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we'll push, put little kids in it <laughs> and put, like, put all the wood down this, like, path, and they would go down it. And it was like, get on the roller because I think I charged them too. I dislocated my sister's leg once. Little entrepreneur. Yeah, I dislocated my younger sister's leg once on it. And I remember I was so sad because that was the same night that Batman came out, Michael Keaton's Batman. Oh, man. And I cried so hard because I couldn't see it, but I pretended that it was over my sister's leg. But I was just crying the whole time. <laughs> I couldn't see the movie, and I was like, "The confession." I feel finally, so bad. How many yeah. years later? Yeah. I co- like we completely dislocated her leg. Wow. Yeah, it was it was fine. Good childhood though. Good yeah. times. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Um. Shall we get to topic? Oh well, well, real quick. How was your week? Oh great. How was yours? Great. Excellent. Wonderful. Let's do Best topic. week ever. Let's get there. <laughs> like a bunch of sex noises over a baseline. Oh, I get it. You don't like my music because I'm gay. You can't handle a gay man's music. No, no, no. It's I'm trying to work here, and that music is weirdly sexual. Oh, I see. So my sexuality is weird. You just can't fathom a man being attracted to another man. I can fathom it. It's... Can you just please listen to some other gay music like Barbara Streisand or something? Anything oh, that's... I see. I see. Okay, so listening to Barbara Streisand is gay. Stereotype much? Kim Peel is so funny. So funny. I love them yeah. so much. Same, yeah. Uh, Jordan Peel. Jordan I love Peel, him. yeah. I love him, yeah. He's great. He's great at everything he does. He's so amazing. He has brought like this whole new dimension to horror films. Uh-huh. And I love that for him. Um, I love that there's sort of like a message behind all of his movies. Yeah. Um, nope. I don't know if you saw that yep. recently. That's nope, so yep. nope, yep, yep. <laughs> um and then us also Get really out. great. Get out. It's obviously there's a huge so huge good. message there. And then um, Candyman. Yeah, I have not seen that one yet. It's honestly, I it's up there with us. It's maybe my favorite. The message behind it is so strong and the art is so beautiful and it's really scary. Like uh-huh. they do a good job, like kind of um, bringing up the original like story of Candyman, which is a, a scary story, right? Uh-huh. But also there's like microaggressions and there's conversations surrounded about like where that story's rooted in if it's rooted in like racism and then the whole movie sort of answers that question and it's so good the question 
is answered so beautifully and it's still spooky. And I just, I don't know. I think he's, I really think he's like a mastermind. I agree. He's, he's so brilliant. Candy yeah. man. Candy man. Candy man. Candy man. No. <gasps> oh my God. Fuck. We said it three times. Are we, are we in trouble now? Uh, JJ actually the other day we were talking and she did the, uh, we did the Bloody Mary by accident. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Uh huh. Mary. <gasps> were you looking in the mirror? No. Don't you have to be looking in the mirror for that I to work? Know. Remember when we did that? Like this Halloween, we're going to try it again and see if we get haunted. Or turn to stone. Isn't that what's supposed to happen? Are you supposed to, supposed to turn to stone? No clue. I feel like you just get murdered. Right? I thought you turned to stone. I've never heard that. That seems like Greek. <laughs> I don't know why, but it seems like a Greek myth. Sounds appropriate. Right? Right? Um, so microaggressions. Microaggressions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's have what we we're talking about. done them? I've said them. Absolutely. Yeah. I think everybody's done them. Yeah. I mean, and because- I felt them. I mean, because they're, you know, sometimes they're unintentional, right? I mean, sometimes they're intentional, but sometimes they're unintentional. I think so, unintentional is is the right word because I've, you know, I was actually, since we kind of brought up this conversation, I was kind of thinking about, like, um, what, I usually try to, like, look within and be like, okay, where have I, um, you know, where, how, how am I responsible for this? What have I done? And uh, definitely, I feel like, maybe this conversation wasn't as big a few years ago. Uh-huh. And since then I've definitely, well, you know, I've, I've tried to like change that. But before that, um, yeah, I feel like I was really bad with that. Like thinking things were appropriate if you say it one way or as a joke. Oh my God. The way that like yeah. everybody excuses everything by like, it's, it's a, a joke. joke. It's dark humor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. well yeah, but no. I think there's a difference between dark humor and that kind of stuff. Like to me, that's not dark humor. That's just, you know, like an excuse. Yeah. And I, but I, I, I feel like a lot of people use that like celebrity, you know, and I'm celebrity, right? Right. Well, so yeah. basically me and celebrity, same thing. Um, but yeah, no, the dark humor thing is it's tough. And I've, I really haven't thought too hard on it until the last couple of years where I've been more in line. You know, I feel like um, COVID was sort of like the great equalizer, right? Like it, it put us all on online for the most part. And, you know, before that, I feel like it wasn't really the, the people that I interacted with online were people that I knew. And then after that, like we're talking TikTok, anything, you know, I'm, where I'm like active in the comments and having conversations, I really started to learn about what people were saying, like as dark humor or, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm bad, but I do know that I've said things before that were, where I kind of stepped back and it was like a little like, oh, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, I I just don't think of that as dark humor. I think of dark humor as, like, more macabre and, like, um. That's because you have a like good. gothic. That's because you have a, a good heart. But no. I mean, it just sounds trite. No. But no, honestly. But that's what people mean. That's what dark humor <laughs> actually means. No, there's. Uh, yes, maybe really. But when people say dark humor, nine times out of ten that is not what they mean like you actually are talking about macabre fucking you know Ed edgar Allan poe dark humor like good humor but i'm saying like a lot of the people online say really shitty things and they excuse it as dark humor but i feel like you're not a shitty person so you don't say you know so, you don't so basically they just don't know what the term dark humor means 100 percent hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, I've seen so many takes, right? Like, um, let's just say use TikTok, uh, different videos or things that are like maybe misogynistic or homophobic or racist. Uh -huh. And then there's so, you know, and I don't, I don't want to say like, it's all young people because it's weird because Gen Z is pretty progressive, but also, also they're, still young people right but i see a lot of people that are like oh that you know they'll just say something super shitty and be like oh it's just it's dark humor or it's whatever and like i feel like dark humor is the right word if you're not a bad person you know or if you're not saying super shitty things but a lot of people excuse it 
a lot of people yeah, use that. Yeah, to me, that's a excuse. different type of humor. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Which is not, not humor at all. It's like it's like incel energy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a way of saying something shitty and then excusing it as humor. Yeah. Do you know what I'm oh, saying? But that's like majority. What I've dealt with or what I've seen yeah. anyway, majority of humor on the internet. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, the cool thing about TikTok is that like it's sort of like um, it, your algorithm is specific to you. Uh-huh. So I'm generally interacting with people that I, you know, like I we have similar interests, even though it has happened before where something a fucking wall will come in. Right. And then, um, or I'll, somebody will duet something and their, the, the, the video they duetted is off the fucking wall and I'll say something. Right. And then I'm interacting with other people and I'm telling you so many people, so many people still use the excuse like, Oh, it was a joke or like, it's, you just don't get dark humor. And it's like, no buddy, fucking racism isn't dark humor. Just, it's just fucking racism. Humor. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's my experience with a, it. A, it's is not a joke. And B, it's not funny. Often. And, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's C, it's an excuse. But that's like, those are big things. But microaggressions, I find in people, you know, in videos that I interact with, like people that I I interact with. So uh-huh. that's, it's it's almost more shocking. And, you know, and that's where I try to like, I want to catch myself and make sure I'm not doing that. Right. Yeah. Well, should we talk about what a microaggression is? Yes. Okay. So according to Wikipedia, which is the source for all information in the world. God. Period. I honestly think God was like, fuck everything. I'm just going to drop down and give you like all the I am God. I am Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Microaggression refers to commonplace verbal, behavioral, or environmental slights, whether intentional or unintentional, that communicate hostile derogatory or negative attitudes towards stigmatized or culturally marginalized groups. So it was first coined in 1970 specifically to describe insults and dismissals that uh, this Harvard psychiatrist uh, was regularly witnessing towards black people specifically by non-black people. Um, and by the early 21st century, that's when it started to become applied to all different kinds of populations, right? And sure. just sort of understanding the term in the way that it can be used, you know, in all different facets of society, you know, little microaggressions like, oh, um, you look straight. You're gay. <laughs> you don't you look, look gay. Straight. Yeah. Yes. Right. You're too pretty to be gay yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're too yeah. feminine to be gay yeah or like you know um, oh but you could get a husband <laughs> but like racism is or, huge or like somebody people... calling somebody introducing somebody that knows better introducing your partner as your friend yeah that's a yeah very yeah. common microaggression I've, I've had to deal with that i feel like the people don't listen to this so that I'm not too worried about it, but I have had to deal with that. Yeah. My grandpa is the king of microaggressions. But, like, also, I feel like we would be amiss to not acknowledge that within racism, I feel like some of the hugest microaggressions are. Like, talking about black people and saying things like, oh, you act white. Uh Or, you know, those are just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You speak so well. Yes. Oh, my fucking God. Yes. Can I touch your hair? Yeah. (laughs) The way that your eyes are there, like, can I touch your hair? Yeah, like, no. (laughs) I wasn't asking you. No, I know. I know. I know. (laughs) But I'm saying, like, yeah, those are all, yes. And I feel like, you know, obviously we have experienced it. We'll talk about it. But, yeah, I feel like within racism, it's a really, um, you know, and, and that's, that's kind of any race. And I see it in things like, like I was talking about, like how I belong to different sort of groups within TikTok. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and like every community, you know, I'm obviously I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan, but like one of the little things I see, um, within that community. Right. is like people of color, like black people or, and yet any people I'm being like, Oh my God, you're a Swifty. Mm hmm. 
And it's that is such a microaggression because it's like I've never seen that with a white person. I've never seen people comment like, oh, my God, you're a Swifty. Like, I wouldn't have guessed that. Or like, oh, my God. And it sounds silly, but it's really fucking true. Like, I feel like it's a huge, huge microaggression. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I think when I first became familiar with the term microaggression a million years ago, back in like my like heavy duty activism days, you know? Sure. Um, I remember being very, very confused by it as, as being a problem. Right. And I'll tell you why. And it was because I understood microaggressions to be things that were done unintentionally. Right. That, that were said unintentionally. Sure. Right. And I couldn't understand how it could be problematic to unintentionally harm someone. Right. Which now that I say it in the way that I'm saying it, like I also hear how fucking stupid that is. Right? Yeah, but I mean, you're, yeah, intentionally, your intentions were clear. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not intentional about hurting someone, how are you being problematic? But at the same time, like I wasn't really, you know, thinking completely through things, right? Obviously. And it kind of took me a while to understand that a lot of times, you know, especially, you know, with people who it does matter, like to you and me, right? To somebody, to people like us who don't want to be unintentionally harming somebody sure. by the by the things that we say, right? I mean, it's different when we're talking about people who are doing it intentionally. But when we're talking about people who are unintentionally doing it, and the the thing is, is like, what I came to understand is that that is part of the learning process, right? Is that like, okay, it is unintentional. This was an unintentional slight right here, right? So now it's up to me to understand how that was a slight. Yes, yeah. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and that's the important part too is realizing it's up to you to understand instead of asking the people that you might have slighted to explain it. You know, that was a big thing for me, too, is like understanding, OK, I'm saying something shitty. Yes. OK, I see that. But like, explain it to me. Why aren't you telling me why this is shitty? And then in all reality, it's literally your job to learn that. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of times, though, it is one of those situations where like you don't even think about it until after the fact. Right. Like, sure. You realize that you said X, Y or Z in whatever conversation. Do you know what I mean? Like. And then all you can do is think about what you said and how you wish that you hadn't said it. Like, you know, I mean, just one of those mortifying statements like, oh, oh, here, here you go. Here's one. Um, you look really pretty with makeup on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like one of those kinds of things. And like you, you say something like that and you. Or wow, you look great. You lost weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A microaggression. Um, hundred percent. Like that's a big part. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, I mean, obviously like we're all sort of like guilty of it, especially women. Yeah. Women are, I mean, like I we're in the fucking trenches with for it. Sure. Not to make excuses, but we definitely are. And a lot of it has to do with self-talk too. I mean, this is the way we talk to ourselves. I know that I'm a lot harsher with myself than I am with other people oh God, yes. when it comes to, you know, certain things. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, oh my God. Yes. But like, I think that, you know, I mean, the thing is, 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 it is when you have that realization after the fact, right? That that's when you're supposed to be like, okay. And have like, that's when you like try to operate with awareness, right? Mindfulness sure. as, as they, as the kids like to call it these days, you know, working with mindfulness, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, for example, like not using somebody's pronouns, right? Like over and over and over again. Like, yeah, I think that's a, like a, a macro aggression well <laughs> no but i mean like yes yes i get what you're saying you know what i mean like because it can be micro to other people other people can think it's such a small thing like oh you know i actually i i do know a um and i'm saying kid i'm using that term lightly but like a kid that i've known for a long time who transitioned right and i know his family right and he 
I can see where he is and I can see what his family posts and his family is completely dead naming him and using she, her pronouns. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like that's a whole fucking aggression, but like, yeah, yeah. that is definitely aggressive, but I mean, there can be microaggressions within sure. it too, right? Like when you're, when, when the initial transition, you know, like when you're first transitioning pronouns, for example, it mm -hmm. can be hard to, you know, for the people around you to remember, you know, it yeah. takes effort. And that's kind of the point, right? Is like, oh shit, you know, when you do a microaggression, if you realize it right then and there, what you do is you apologize and you move on. Don't yeah. make a big deal about it. Cause you don't want to make the other person have to console you for yeah. fucking up. <laughs> A hundred percent. Yes. Yes. But I think that's, that's the thing, you know, is, is, is operating with awareness, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and it does take awareness and eventually it becomes muscle memory and you no longer have to concentrate when you're working, when you're saying so-and-so's pronouns or you, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I actually, um, one of my best friends, uh, transitioned in Australia, uh, probably 15 years ago something like that in the way that I it took me a minute and like I hate that it did like I, I don't know I feel like I really could have done better but I feel like there were definitely like microaggressions there where I just kind of sort of sort of like dropped the ball other pronouns the ball in general yeah yeah um but yeah 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 that's the big thing is like taking like ownership over it understanding it and making that change mm -hmm. yeah um and i've had you know i've had a lot of friends and family everybody who's like said slightly shitty things and that's where i kind of like think about like my questions you know like i've had a friend who's like oh um speaking of so and so does this person make them look like they're a lesbian not in like a way that's like but in a way that's like you know what i mean like yeah yeah and you're kind of like you know that well, people a, love to make fun of the way lesbians fucking look. lesbians are yeah. like the butt of so many jokes yeah, yeah. and yeah, I, i've like, done it too but it's, like it's like code for like ugly woman or you know another thing on like like again you know, the only social media I really use that much is TikTok. And there's this woman on there who is, she's a butch, I, I well, she looks like a butch lesbian, right? I don't know how she identifies, but, and she has sort of this look about her that's like put together. She has, her hair's like kind of brushed back and she has a tucked in shirt, right? And she is the butt of so many jokes. Like so many people use her as like the butt of like, like, oh, she runs, this is McDonald's, like, the fucking Navy. You know, like, kind of like this, like, running joke with her, right? And there are a few people that, if they do use her as, you know, in an image, they'll sort of, like, speak to her, like, with reverence, you know? Reverence? Right? Reverence? Like, reverence. they... They revere her. Yeah. Like, she's, yeah. So, but for the most part, a lot of people don't. They just kind of, like, make it off, like, as a joke. And I feel like that's a huge fucking microaggression uh-huh yeah and this poor lady is like just she's just a lesbian living in the world you know <laughs> and it's like in her skin, or like boo do you remember looking like a lesbian do you remember um, exactly it do you remember uh orange is the new black uh-huh boo the way that they use her as like a lesbian scapegoat like they'll be like oh i wanted a haircut to look like this and they'll use like ruby rose or something and they'll be like well i look like this and it's boo Mm. you know and that's such a fucking microaggression like mm -hmm. just a sort of slight like yeah are so fucking afraid well of butch lesbians and i hate it well i think one of the things that i think i just kind of wanted to tie this in with our theme of indoctrination yes please and i think that like i think there are a lot of ways in which we can use language to indoctrinate people right and that can be indoctrination, you know, negative indoctrination, right? Like, sure. uh, you know, like when you're a kid and you're growing up and, and there are those little things like, 
uh, don't be a pussy, you know. Oh my oh, gosh, yes. When we were growing up, that's so gay it was an insult to everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if if it was bad, it was oh my god, or that's queer, so gay. more seventies, but queer. Yeah, queer was definitely used. Yeah, yeah, in in a negative way, not the way it's been reclaimed. Yeah, you know? in the I mean, F like, word for sure. Yeah, and so like you have all of those kinds of things, right? That are coming at you constantly, and what the message is in that is don't be that. Don't yeah. be that thing, right? And that is Definitely. a heterosexual indoctrination of sorts. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. It's the way we normalize one thing over another. And, well, and, and that means, is yeah. what microaggressions are in a really, you know, micro way. Yeah, in a, <laughs> no, that's for sure. And that's, I mean, like, again, that's also like white, straight people, you know, that like microaggressions like sort of attack anything that isn't that yes yes absolutely yeah it fucking sucks absolutely and i like i have been a part of it you know like i i i mean well i, I feel like we I've all have better, been a part yeah. of it we have all been a part of it and we are all all a part of it still i mean like i think that's the thing i think there are a lot of things in the world that we don't realize or consider as microaggressions because they've become so part and parcel of everyday language, right? Like, yeah. like things like, um, oh God, I remember a bunch of years ago, um, it it became a thing, right, for white women to be like, this is my tribe, right? Yes, it still is a thing. It yes. is still a thing, right? It's yes. my tribe. Oh my God, right? get sober. Get sober and you will see that shit everywhere with the second you're like so if you leave, even google sober immediately it's gonna be like sober tribe and yeah me and me and emily i love you you're my bestie we always like joke about that because they're like what what are they even talking about like yeah getting sober is like yeah right and so like we've kind of co-opted this term that means something to one culture right and we've taken it on as sure. something of our own and we bastardize it or spirit in all animal. these kinds of ways right exactly spirit animals the same and thing how out. like using that kind of language can be a microaggression right sure, and you sure. don't even like think about it because it's so common right yep and that's what yeah i mean i mean i feel like i still use it when i'm like saying <laughs> not that i'm saying it often um don't read into this but like she's crazy or right like crazy girl absolutely yes well, I mean, because it's really fucking hard yes I mean, it really is i you know um the term uh oh god i can't even think of the term right now oh, lame well, just oh my okay lame it's, that's my that's my okay yes i am it's it's a, a i'm a felon when it comes to do that. you know what i'm saying no but up, it's yes. very ableist right yes so i mean there's all kinds of words that we God, have taken I'm so on to bad with that a million different things that are also these things and know? i apologize for that because i'm i know i am knowingly bad with that i've known about that and i'm going to be the first person to admit that i that's my fuck up like not even fuck up that's my like complete like being uh, careless but but here's a question though okay i mean at what point i mean because generally speaking we don't use the term lame anymore to describe someone who is disabled right yeah i mean that's an old tiny word no to i describe i, I describe it as somebody who like goes to bed at seven and just is annoying right like so yeah what i'm asking is though because language does change and it right and it language absolutely i'm not saying it doesn't but language evolves yeah. and and words change meaning and that's what i'm asking at what point does it stop become being a microaggression in language and just become part and parcel of point, everyday language? At the point that somebody who is actually dealing with the infliction and they reclaim it. And I am not. So I'm not the one to reclaim it. I am wrong. I'm not saying I'm not talking no, no, about but lame. I'm, saying, I'm talking about all of it. Yeah, though. but I'm saying in general, like I'm just talking like realistically, lame. I if anybody's listening to the po this podcast, they know I use it all the time. And I am I'm I'm giving myself up for that. Like not like in a dramatic way, but I'm saying like when somebody who has dealt with those afflictions and they reclaim it, 
in in a million years have passed, then I can use it. Otherwise, I'm like being a dick with using it. And I'm I'm okay with like admitting that. Like I'm yeah, it's a shitty thing to say and I am so bad. Okay, with but it. you're just stuck on that word. And I'm not talking about that word specifically. I'm talking about the general principle, right? Yeah. When does a word that is no longer used to describe people negatively when it's been, you know, changed yeah. and metamorphosed into a different meaning. I think it's more about when the person who is like queer, it, I think is, yeah. queer is a great example, right? I mean, like for years and years and years, queer was an insult, a slur. And at some point, you know, people decided to say, okay, no, I am queer and that's cool with me. You know what I mean? And kind of took the sting out of it a little so, bit. So yeah, I think it's when people who mm. are that, like if they're queer people saying that, then yes. But that is but, actually a bad example because it hasn't changed meaning. But my it's aunt and uncle, the same like, meaning. if they were to, like, like my uncle, right? Like he's like a whole cis straight dude. If he was to like use queer, I would still be like, hmm. So, like, words like lame, anything else. Like, I feel like it's only appropriate when the people who have been, like, affected by it reclaim it. So, I need to shut the fuck up and not use that word anymore. And it's, like, queer, same. I mean, I hate to say it, but, like, like it's a fun word. It's a cool word. And I think it has, like, the, the uh, connotation is different now than the denotation, right? But, like, also, I feel like it's only valid when queer people say it. Hmm. Do you feel good about straight people saying that? I think it depends on the way they say it. Uh, I feel like straight I mean, people shouldn't say anything. Well, because here's the thing. If you identify arrested. as queer, I mean, it's totally valid for a straight yes. person to say that you identify as queer. And for those well, words to come yeah. out of somebody's mouth is not insulting, right? Yes, but I'm... I, but also, like, the only way that I'm kind of, like sort of like holding on to the other part is like if you identify as disabled I'm not gonna be able to say you're lame you know what I mean I'm just saying like lame to me I'm I'm just owning it I'm just saying that I say it for shitty reasons it's not for the right reasons all I, that's all I'm saying is like I'm giving that up for myself because I have a problem with saying that in like the wrong context and that's not good like it's shitty and like i you know so that's all i'm saying but like queer i guess is sort of different because it's an identity and if like somebody said like queer in that way like i would like also be like yeah but like also if somebody was talking about lame lame means like to not be as you know sort of like able as something else so that that initially the that sort of like difference you know yeah i hear what you're saying so i'm just i'm a dick and then like otherwise like the queer thing is well yeah okay i mean but but let's push this even further okay because here's here's the thing i mean we there are so many microaggression traps in our language yes. so many and, you know, I mean, the question is, is like, if people become so afraid of saying the wrong thing, then how do people have these conversations? Do you know what I'm saying? If you are so afraid of not being able to say the right thing to somebody because you're so afraid that whatever comes out of your mouth is going to be a microaggression, that in a certain way, like, prohibits you from actually learning and growing. Uh, okay. I have an answer, actually. I think the biggest difference is the fear should only come when that microaggression was once known as a macroaggression. So, like, queer, right? It's, like, a huge fucking statement for people. Lame. Huge statement for people. Like, differently able. That's a different statement you know not everybody loves it but it's sort of uh on the way to a better statement right um uh you know like talking about like being as far as like <laughs> your sexuality goes there's a, a billion steps between queer and straight right in any of those so i feel like 
you don't have to necessarily like first of all first things first between conversation with two people i feel like you kind of know your audience like for them i i hope you do anyway so talking to them if they say something like like overly offensive you can kind of like gauge where their intentions lie you know like you could you know if i was talking to somebody from you know like a like a fucking kkk or something like I, we're gonna know the conversation is gonna be different but if <laughs> you I'm know talking, exactly where yeah, they're if coming i'm from. talking to somebody just a regular person neighborhood person you know it's somebody, gonna be a different yeah, say, conversation say yeah. it's like a neighbor that you don't know particularly yeah. well right but Queer, you know we're gonna have a conversation that's gonna like it's going to just be different than if I'm talking to somebody who's like from a known group who's like actively hating you. Right. And I feel like lame is sort of the same way. Like we can have conversations with people who are like differently abled. Do I feel like they have to have those conversations? No, that's my job to learn the different language like i'm the one who's like making the mistake and just like saying that even though i don't ever mean it like intentionally i don't right. mean it it's basically you know, yeah we're yeah. being lazy with language yes yes, yes. I'm, come, like that's my problem and i have that problem i get that like you know after this conversation right here like i'm gonna actively change my language because i am a i'm a, like i use that fucking language you know what? I have a challenge for all the queerdos. Yes. I mean, I'll, yes, work on your microaggressions, but also when referring to, you know how we tend to refer to animals or unknown people as he? Well, dogs cats are she well okay no, that's so bad that's my worst microaggression is like i gender them well yes, but yes, we tend it, to refer he, to he yes but we tend to refer to people as he, he we use man, male pronouns yes yes man instead yes, of for sure human right and my challenge is to switch that up and switch your pronouns up when you're talking about unknown things like unknown people you know like yeah. they instead of he or she instead of man human instead of saying hey you guys hey people hey peeps hi y'all hey y'all yeah. whatever huge. do you know what i'm saying like yes. guys i mean because to me that is such a normalization of male as norm everything else is other i love that do you know what i'm saying yeah and it really is one of those things once you especially you guys it is I'm so, so bad with that, yeah. Constant in and language. I work in the industry too. Yes, that like it's it's actually the language is important. That like it, people do consider it. Like it's yeah. I if mean, I if go up to a, a table of a or do cute something, little yeah. creature on on like Google or whatever. If I show you a cute little creature, most people like the first thing is like, oh my god, the what a cute little, little guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what 100%. I'm saying? Yes. So yeah, yeah, switch that up. No, I um, I hope you guys like take heed and listen to that because i know myself and i know my issues with it and i know like yeah i'm still sort of that person and i want to change that yeah yeah and i lame i'm really gonna try to take it out of my wheel yeah i mean i keep thinking about there are a million different things that i can think of that that we say you know like common phrases like oh it's falling on deaf ears you know, yeah, you you're being willfully blind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, yes, like, there are just so many, so many little phrases. Yes. Like, in common sure. everyday language that yeah. like are like occurring to me now that are just like, holy shit. Yeah, we're fucking aggressive yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, I like that. Let's get to crushes. Let's aggressively Let's crush on somebody. Crush. Do you want to know who your crush is? I do have a crush tonight. If you want to know who your crush is, you better know who you, wait. If you're going to do the crushes, I do. You better know who your crush is. I do. Oh yeah. My crush tonight. Please tell me. Is Casey Sloan? 
Oh. Yeah. So Casey Sloan. For some folks, that may seem like crazy because it's my ex's wife, but she's awesome. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I have no idea who this yeah, is. No. <laughs> it's Barbara's wife. And okay. Barbara is a very good friend of mine. Yes. And Casey is her wife. And I just, I don't know. Yeah. She's out here now. They're living here for now for a while. And um, I just wish the best for them. And I love them. So, yeah, that's Aww. my crush this week. I love yeah. that. Honestly, I was picturing, like, you said KC Sloan. And so I was picturing a K, period, C, period. Like, I don't like know. Kansas it sounded City? like a okay, so stage name. Kansas City would have to be Potrose's mom. And you don't know what I'm talking about, but she knows what I'm talking about. And that's like a... That's really all that matters. TikTok thing. And I but yeah, Casey. Casey's my crush this week. Love it. How about you? My crush is La Tigra. The whole damn band. Oh my fucking god. Oh by my the fucking way, god, by the way. Show? I know, right? We just went to Chicago and saw this. Bruh, yeah, I, we I'm totally so sorry. Yeah. We didn't do a real update on our weeks. And so that's how it got missed. It's totally fair. It was amazing. The show was amazing. Was everybody there? Kathleen, everybody like yep the the band was back together and it was great. The only problem was honestly and listen, Chicago. I'm looking at you right now because you as a crowd are a little bit embarrassing. <gasps> My girlfriend lives there. I'm just saying that crowd was not giving any energy back. Really? It was. Oh my, like nobody was dancing. Everybody was just sort of standing there. Like, what are you doing? Exactly. Dance your ass off. Like, what are you doing, people? I would die. What are you doing, people? But they still brought it and it was an amazing show. And, you know, I love all of them. No, my girlfriend lives there. I would. Yeah, it was. She she better own it. And I would more than I mean, Vanderpump, talk to your people. Vanderpump. Get it fucking together. Get it fucking together, Chicago. Ma'am, you know. Because I can tell you, if they had been in Detroit, the whole fucking house would have been fucking right? dancing its ass off. Yes. And I don't know. I mean, if you want to compare the two cities, if if who dances more, I, it's, it's, it's clearly going to be a Detroit, Detroit win. I love it. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, um, Casey, I, I can hope you're good. She's my crush this week. I hope she's good. I hope she's good, too. She's a good girl. And okay. Latigra, I hope you're good. Fucking Latigra. Yes, please. <laughs> come here. Don't judge the Midwest by that. Like, come to Detroit. Yeah, yeah, come back to Detroit. We miss you here. We need you here. Way, way more than Chicago. Way more. Yeah. Okay. Until next Tuesday. Stay See weird. See you next Tuesday. Be Cunt. weird. Uh, check us out on socials. Yes. Uh, we do uh, have socials. Yes, we do. At Queerdos. On Instagram. At Queerdos on Facebook. And we love you guys. Bye. We love you. Bye.